This is LaQuest, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. California's Assembly Democrats have authored some amazing new laws, and they're now in effect, and they're already having an impact on people's lives. I'm Andy Domic with LaQuest. Assemblymember Rebecca Bauer Cahan authored a bill to eliminate the pink tax so women aren't paying more for the same products as men. Assemblymember Buffy Wicks made it easier for affordable housing projects to get built. And former Assemblymember Bill Quirk authored a bill so employers can't discriminate against their employees who consume cannabis in their off hours. And Assemblymember Laura Friedman is really excited about her bill to ban fur. I'm glad that after years of work, the activist's dream of having a fur-free California has come to pass. We are still allowing fur from domestic animals like sheep and cows, but no longer will wild animals be trapped and killed just for their fur. Assemblymember Reggie Jones-Sawyer has a historical perspective about his bill to make Juneteenth a state holiday. As a descendant of one of the Little Rock Nine, one of the nine kids integrated Central High School in 1957, I never thought I would be able to do historic legislation that would uh, not only honor, but show the struggle of, of black people here in America. Um, I feel like I've gone full circle from what my, my uncle did with the nine kids to, to integrate Little Rock Central High, to ultimately integrate all schools, and that now one of their descendants put a bill through that will recognize when, when African Americans in Texas were finally free. Assemblymember Phil Ting's bill made a very common practice legal. Uh, I think it's so great that AB 2147 is now law because we all have the freedom to walk. And at a time when we have significant climate change, we're trying to encourage more people to get out of their cars, more people to walk, more people to bike, more people to take transit. Uh, I can't imagine a greater disincentive than somebody getting a citation for simply crossing the street when no one's around. And unfortunately, when we were doing our bill, we heard story after story that people were getting citations when they were simply crossing the street, no cars anywhere, no traffic anywhere. Uh, and it really begged the question as to the purpose of these tickets. If the, tic- if the purpose of the ticket was about safety, obviously AB 2147 continues to allow officers to cite people if this is a dangerous situation. But if they're just simply crossing the street uh, without any safety hazard, then they're free to do so. I think we, we think that's a really good policy. Assemblymember Chris Holden's bill also now in effect, will protect fast food workers now and into the future. Well, first of all, I'm really appreciative of the governor uh, last year signing uh, AB 257, the fast food worker uh, bill that was designed to uh, create greater protections, workplace protections for fast food workers to safeguard against wage theft, uh, to create opportunities of safety in the workplace, uh, uh, take away the concerns or, or fear of retaliation. Uh, so that bill was very important and also looking at the future and how wages would be adjusted going up uh, to create more of a, uh, a living wage for these workers who rely on this income uh, like never before. College students, once upon a time we all would probably have a job working at a McDonald's, um, but that always seemed to be a little extra money. Uh, these families need the money now because they have to keep a roof over the family's head, they have to have more than one job. Uh, to be able to do that and so it was really important that the time that they put in they can feel that they're safe in the environment and that they are being uh, properly compensated. Assemblymember Mia Bonta's bill, now law, is a victory for women and birthing people in need who come to California seeking reproductive services. Today we have AB 2091 going into effect which will ensure that when women and birthing people are coming from other states 
they will have the protection and the privacy that they need to ensure that they get quality health care and abortion access, which is so crucial right now when we are suffering so greatly in terms of what is happening in this nation in terms of uh, protection of our most human basic rights. And Assemblymember Evan Lowe is proud of the legislation that he authored that took effect this year. I am incredibly excited about a number of bills that have gone into effect this year. Uh, the first one, as we're just coming off the heels of the recognition of celebration of the Lunar New Year, California was the first state in the nation to recognize Lunar New Year as an official state holiday. And of course, the significance of this is the large uh, population of Asian Pacific Islanders, but to recognize and uplift a community, especially during a time in which there's been an increase in stopping Asian hate or the, the, the efforts to stop Asian hate because of the prevalence of the attack on Asian Pacific Islanders in our community, while also the unfortunate events of Monterey Park and Half Moon Bay of the shootings. So uh, the AAPI community could really use some assistance in being uplifted, and this is an incredible opportunity to do so, and we're so grateful for this effort uh, by the legislature and signed by the governor in recognizing Lunar New Year as an official state holiday uh, this year. Secondly, I'm also proud of our previous legislation to make uh, bereavement leave a protected um, type of effort for workers. Uh, specifically, and it was strange to me that we did not have any bereavement leave protections in the state of California, which is to say oftentimes, well unfortunately I'd say uh, hopefully not terribly often, uh, but in which we may find our circumstance in which we need to take care of family or circumstances impacted by uh, lo loss of a loved one. And so this helps to ensure that uh, we have bereavement leave protections in the state of California and that every individual should be provided the protections should they need to take time to grieve. Um, and those are bereavement leave protections in the state of California that went to into effect and previously we didn't have on the books. So I'm very proud of that fact as well too that California can help lead and recognizing the circumstance of everyday workers. And especially with the uh, impact of COVID, we realized how important it was to um, have empathy for everyday workers as well too. Uh, moving to the future, uh, I'm excited about uh, two other pieces of legislation. One is on uh, Assembly Constitutional Amendment 5. Uh, we recall this ACA 5, which is to repeal Proposition 8. Proposition 8 in 2008 eliminated the rights of same-sex couples to marry. That passed and is in our state constitution. Because of the fact of the United States Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and um, taking away the rights of reproductive freedom, we also know that LGBT rights are also on the chopping block. So it's imperative and timely that we repeal this language from our state constitution. And this will be a bipartisan effort that we're going to move through the legislature to help ensure that we reflect the values of everyday Californians. So that's a, a statewide effort that will require two-thirds of the legislature to vote for it and, and to pass. And then should it pass, it will go before the voters in November 2024 as well. So we're looking forward to that opportunity. Um, and then the second uh, heavy lift is that on a proposal that I've introduced previously, which is the four-day work week. Um, this is not a new concept. Um, many other companies are um, embarking on this work week of flexibility, 
And what's important is that we reimagine the workforce and that we provide an opportunity for individuals to be effective, efficient in their daily lives, but also attending to things that come up in everyday um, parenting and other obligations that make life what it is. And of course, because of COVID and working from home, we realize that individuals can do their work in effective ways. And so this is an opportunity for us to continue that conversation and exploring what a flexible schedule would be. Uh, we recognize flexibility is paramount to workers' desires, and this helps in that conversation on a four-day work week. So we'll continue on those efforts on uh, understanding the unique challenges, the implementation of four-day work week, but I'm excited about this opportunity to continue to have conversations about flexibility uh, with the proposal of a four-day work week. Assemblymember Lowe isn't the only one looking to the future. Assemblymember Holden had some thoughts on his priorities for the year. Uh, we have some new bills that we think are going to be really important. Actually, some of them we're bringing back from last year. Uh, one is dealing with solitary confinement uh, to make sure that California has, is moving forward in a way that is making sure that people who are being incarcerated and when they are put in solitary confinement, that the standards and rules are such that it limits the amount of time that they're in there on per day not to exceed uh, 15 uh, hours in the course of a day. Uh, in some cases, currently, uh, an inmate could be in for 23 hours of a 24-hour day to make sure that they have resources that they can be have still access to, uh, developing social skills, to working um, in a, a situation where they're having job readiness opportunities. Uh, right now, we have people who are uh, being put in solitary confinement uh, who are pregnant women, uh, seniors, those with developmental disabilities, uh, and it just seems according to the United Nations and the Mandela uh, rules that we are currently not in compliance with. Uh, it sets up a, uh, a clarity of what torture is, and this definitely puts us in that position. So we're going to be working hard. We appreciate the governor's willingness to work with us and to try to find a solution uh, to address this issue that I know he cares deeply about as well. Uh, we're also looking at a bill that's going to be very important to, uh, to fix the digital divide so that communities, uh, usually more lower income communities, are getting equity in terms of uh, the neighbor across the street uh, might be getting a better rate on their or internet uh, costs. Uh, greater options for a lower price. They may also have better accessibility and reliability with their service and the neighbor across the street is in the donut hole and they may not be getting great service and this impacts on children, it impacts on those who, who are in school who need to do their homework via the internet and that related service to help just stay up to speed with their, their classmates. And so this is an opportunity I think that really we think it's about fairness and equity, and we're looking forward to that moving forward this year as well. Assembly Majority Leader Eloise Reyes is going to make child care for California families one of her top priorities. One, one example of legislation that I'm carrying this year is AB 596. This will help families afford child care. We hear from parents and other caregivers about the problems they're experiencing, and they remind us that they cannot contribute to their community and California's economy unless they know their children have somewhere safe 
and are supervised while they're at their work or wherever it is that they need to be. And our caregivers also need to, to be protected and to make sure that we are providing adequate funding, adequate pay for them. So we're working on the rates for them as well. In that regard, I'm partnering with Senator Monique Limon on a pair of bills to help families manage childcare uh, while finding a practical way to ensure that employees providing the care are paid enough. And Majority Leader Reyes says the Democratic caucus as a group has priorities too. There are a few areas that Speaker Rendon has led us on. And they began with income inequality and trying to find better ways to represent all of California. Making sure that we're representing and taking care of our working families. When it comes to climate change, we've got to make sure that everybody gets, has clean air, clean water. Those should be basic human rights. And another issue that plagues many of us in our districts that we will absolutely continue to address is housing and homelessness. The laws that took effect this year are making life better for Californians. Assembly Democrats are working together to build on the progress from last year to create new laws for the benefit of all. I'm Andy Domic with Look West. Thanks for listening. The Look West podcast is produced by California Assembly Democrats. When you think of Californian politics, remember to look west.